0: again norse fans we are here on another episode of around the horizon um we're recording this in lieu of the matchup zone episode that we normally record every week uh as you guys probably know by now nku doesn't have a matchup this week so henceforth no matchup zone um but but there is a lot going on to uh this week we got four huge games coming up we have matt dudek and Bob McDonald from the horizon Roundtable. Bob is the uh, co-creator of the horizon round table. And I guess we'll call uh, Matt the um, interim CEO. I don't know. He's Matt, just, he's
1: Matt just hangs out. It's fine. Yeah.
0: He's formerly. OU grizz guy. We all know and love him as the guy that, um, really was nku's and probably still is nku's biggest let me also just say for the record guy. that you didn't have a
2: choice in the matter but to have us on at least once during uh during this time i basically said this is not a negotiation you have to be we have to be on here at some point
0: yeah that's that's and by that's, we uh, I mean, and by
2: we i mean i
0: by the way no that's absolutely right actually matt was supposed to be on but nku um nku canceled their well covid canceled the nku i don't know something happened you guys
1: happened. Were scared it's fine yeah, no.
0: I mean, hey, it's, it's fair. It's fair. Um, and then Bob, Bob doesn't really cover a team specifically these days. So, uh, you know, you're kind of more broad reaching. And so like when we do the matchup zones, they're specifically for a team. And so it was like, yes. it, whatever. It, the point is, it finally worked out. It makes a lot of sense to have you guys on to cover the entire tournament as a whole. So, and by the way, I am very happy that that the Horizon Roundtable we had enough
2: of. We have enough people covering individual schools that we were able to
0: basically hook you up with like almost everyone. Pretty much everybody. Yeah. Um, with that being said, let's let's transition, guys, real quick. the The Horizon League released their um, their rankings, their seedings last night. It's unlike any other year, as most fans by now definitely know. Where in the normal year, you know, you play the same amount of conference games everyone else does, barring crazy unforeseen circumstances. Um, That way, you have an exact math basically to determine a winner. Obviously, there was that one weird year, and it happens every now and then, but there's that one weird year where NKU and Wright State were split, split, you know, one seeds or whatever. And so it came down to a tiebreaker. We don't have that this year. This year, we had this crazy wacky formula. Um, and I know that you guys had, I know that you guys had Dan, um, on from the horizon league last night to talk through sort of how that formula works. Um, what were your guys' impressions? First of all, of the rankings themselves, um, and also of the interview with Dan, the construction of the formula, do you feel good after that conversation, like with where we are, or do you still think maybe there's like a team on a seed line that maybe needs to be up or down a spot?
2: So what I was thinking, um, and by the way, it's Dan Gliott. I, I can't tell you how many times I did that over the last three years. No, thank you, I, thank you. By the way, you're not 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 alone in that. Um, he mentioned that, um, but he was actually did a really good job of kind of laying out the formula as it stood. Um, specifically, the big thing was I the the formula as it relates to uh, how they weighted the road wins, which I did not know which really kind of came into play especially when you're talking about a cleveland state team who beat right stated Wright state so as far as the rankings are concerned i i gotta be honest i don't know if i would have had i i don't know if i it, given how the formula was weighting a lot of things specifically number of games played uh, i know detroit mercy fans are feeling some type of way right now but the fact that they missed out on what, four, at least four games. I think it was, I think I did. I think I kind of played in it not to mention the fact that they played what, how many, I think they played like what, 10 home games.
1: They played a lot of something
2: like that. So yeah, if there's a, if it, it sounds ridiculous because they were on a complete tear at the end of the season. But I mean, as far as this formula is concerned, I mean, what are you going to do? I mean, that's, that's kind of how it spit out.
1: Well, and that was something that uh, Dan really talked about in the interview was when they were setting this up at the beginning of the year, they wanted something that was going to be unbiased. So they, you know, they talked about how they had all the coaches together. They had the, the admins, the presidents, everybody, and they came up with this formula that they were going to use. So it took out all the bias from it. And I think that's, you know, people need to remember that one. That this wasn't a secret formula as far as what you know the coaches knew if they missed games what was going to be important and what wasn't you know how that was going to play out and um I think the fact that they did the, the road win over home win the, the weight there made sense because most team you know usually you see each each team away and home but when we took that away with these back-to-backs you, you weren't getting those home games and although the home you know how much did home court matter this year without fans? Tough to tell, but they still wanted to wait the travel and all that. So road wins meant a lot. Strength of schedule meant a lot. And games played really meant a lot. They wanted these teams to make sure they had the incentive to play. Detroit Mercy took four, four games. I was two, two weeks off. And was it because of COVID? Was it because, you know, in their private school, we'll never really know. But that hurt that did hurt them a lot. And it might have been legit. It might not have. But we're never going to find out. But what it came down to is they had to know what that was going to do to them. And that, that was a choice they made. So it, it, it kind of kept, it probably kept them out of a top four seed.
0: Yeah, that's a really and good point. Go, go ahead, Bob.
2: Well, the other thing too, and keep in mind as well, is that you look at Youngstown State, and they're a sixth seed right now. And they didn't do all that much better than, say, IUPUI. But um, because of the fact that you know, they, they played all their games, In fact, they even threw in a bunch of non-Division One, which obviously doesn't make any difference now. But I think also, too, that road win against Wright State really helped them out, too. Yeah. In term and every I we, I know it was like back in January and everybody seems to, everybody forgets that but they're the ones who basically broke out and by the way Bill Wampler was on our uh, podcast last week you got to check that one out he basically it, he basically copped to what we all have been thinking about right state and national television they feel like they're cursed and I'm not disputing it because <laughs> yeah, that's exactly fair. what happened this season by and large and I think that is. For specific, uh, Because usually with, the, I mean, 9-11, not really all that great a schedule, but they played all their games and they beat Wright State on the road. Two major huge things, especially for a Youngstown State team that historic, over the last couple of years hasn't been that great on the road.
0: Yeah, for, for me, there's a couple of points that I'm ultimately making to our fans. And, you know, the first one is like nothing says weird year like a 10 and 10 team being the three seed. No offense to Matt. Oakland is good. They, they have done what, it. no, I know they've, they've done what they've had to do, but like that tells you every, I guess what I'm trying to say is that tells you everything that you need to know about like the, the structure of this season. It's been a weird one. And like that right there should, to be kind of uh Sign enough that, like, it's just crazy. The only thing I would say with the formula that I wish they would have maybe considered is since each team is doing back to back, since they are playing these teams twice, I wish they would have factored in margin of victory as some sort of weight itself. I get that, like, so for instance, Cleveland State got more points for beating Wright State by two on the road than Wright State got for beating them by 40 or whatever at home. I'm not saying that's good or bad or whatever. I just, it's just interesting to me that like, you know, we use that to say essentially right, right state, like they lost on the buzzer beater, but then they turned around and just spanked them. Like you don't spank a team on accident. But that said, that said the final, like the, I guess the the last thing I'm saying about it is, is it doesn't matter. Right. Because they're never going to have to like do this formula crap, hopefully ever again. Um, but if they Better do, <laughs> yeah, but, if, but if, but God forbid, you know, you know, if they do, they have a, a good baseline to go off of and they definitely have learned some lessons I'm sure, and can make some tweaks. Um, where can people find that episode? I know we'll plug it at the end, but I'd rather get people on now. Um, where can people find that episode?
2: All right. Uh, uh first and foremost, horizonaroundtable.com where, and wherever podcasts are available. I know we've had some issues with Google podcasts for some stupid reason, but, everywhere else we're cool <laughs> so you can get it up on you can get it on apple po- i know everybody's got apple podcast um i heart radio tune in i'm a spot we're even guy. on pandora and like oh sorry
1: i'm a spotify guy i don't oh, know yeah. why. He's a spotify oh, guy yeah. so yeah. yeah
2: spotify is absolutely yeah we're definitely there um we're even on amazon audible now so yay wow.
1: okay
0: so what, what okay, okay so fancy <laughs> Closing the door on this discussion, I believe uh, what I think I'm hearing from you guys is like, you know, yeah, there's probably some things that could have been tweaked here or there. But like, ultimately, you're one through 12. You're pretty good on where everyone is. I mean, by and large,
1: the, the whole point. Well, of I'm
0: the... good with number one. Yeah, right. Yeah. Bob's a big Cleveland State fan, if you guys didn't know.
1: The whole point of the ranking system was to make sure that they had an idea of where everybody needed to be getting into the tournament they wanted all 12 teams in and but there was they had to come up with some way to kind of get everybody in in a position are they are there changes everybody would probably make as far as individually yeah probably i mean is oakland really a three seed i don't know but they got them pretty close and that that was the point of the ranking so i think overall the rankings did what they were supposed to do end of the day it's a neutral site everything's neutral site pretty much because i mean there's no fans so whatever and then at that point You got to win games. Like that's really what the next couple of weeks are going to be about. Like at some point you can't really complain anymore about this or that, like go in and win games and it doesn't matter.
0: Yeah. That's a really good point. Uh, And speaking of winning games, um, we do have some big matchups to look for Uh, on Thursday is a just absolute binge of basketball. It's going to be eight games going on between men's and women's. Um, But on the men's side, which is where we'll focus today, we got Detroit Mercy, the five, versus Robert Morris, the 12. Youngstown State, the six, versus UIC, uh, the 11. Green Bay, the seven, versus Purdue Fort Wayne, the 10. Milwaukee, the eight, versus UIP, the nine. So from you guys, um, I, I guess I'll ask it this way. Rather than go through kind of each matchup, we'll, we'll, go, we'll go through that at the end, and we'll just kind of get all your guys like who's going to win what game. What game do you think you're kind of looking the most forward to to, uh, to watching from an entertainment perspective? Uh, I'll start with Matt on this one.
1: Oh man, I'm between two. Um, let us uh, I'll i I'll, I'll take one and maybe Bob will end up taking the other one so we can both. Um, I'm going to say I'm most excited to watch Detroit Mercy and Robert Morris. Um, I don't think it's going to be a close game, but from an entertainment standpoint, I think Detroit Mercy is pissed and I think yeah. they're going to come out and they're going to do some damage and Robert Morris is going to be on the receiving end of it and that's not fair to Robert Morris. I really like that team. I'm really excited to have them in the league, but I think they're about to get slapped around a little bit, and it's not their fault.
0: Yeah, I agree. What about you, Bob?
2: All right. For me, I want to I, I want to see UIC uh, Youngstown State. Okay.
0: Um,
2: I think finally, now that both of those teams appear to be at full strength, it looks like, um, I'm really looking forward to seeing how – Specifically, Darius Quisenberry, who we haven't seen a lot of this year, how he how he squares up against these guys, and also it's very helpful that Youngstown State gets a home game because, again, as you know they they don't have the best of luck on the road. Still, for some reason, not really sure.
0: Yeah, I hear you, but, um,
2: and I think I and I do, and you know, and my I know uh, I know Matt's a big Michael Diggins fan, and he was jumping out of the gym the other day, and I really expect him to do that here too. And I'm not afraid to say that I'm biased, about. I want to see Nas Bohannon.
0: Oh yeah. He's, he's fun to watch. native
2: son of Lorraine, Ohio.
0: (laughs) Get it right. We'll flash that up on the screen when you say that. Um, (laughs) so I would say that like, for me, it's obviously, I'm going to watch Detroit Mercy and Robert Morris because that's most, you know, Detroit Mercy, I think is pretty consensus. That's who we're going to play in the second round. We'll get to that in a minute. Um, NKU that is, um, I'm I'm most excited probably from a, to watch Milwaukee and IUPUI mostly because like Milwaukee I feel like I mean I haven't watched all of their games I've not watched all of anybody's games right but
1: I've watched Milwaukee go ahead Matt did you 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 avoided that second game of the Oakland Milwaukee no
0: no 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 I was tweeting about it and, oh you uh, poor
1: thing you, oh no, no that was a deep, that was one to miss Oof. oh no, no 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 I'm sorry
0: wait a minute no that was the, the worst. second game. wait are you talking about Milwaukee Oakland
1: yeah the second the double overtime game
0: yeah that was awesome i mean it that was, was, it was no game. it really no, wasn't well was, you know, yeah but when you're not when you're not a fan of the team it's fun to watch like who's like which team is gonna like like they're both like neither team wanted to win it was hilarious and oh. so but that's oh, but that's but what I, i'm but that's what i mean though i'm not like, a fan
2: of other team either and i was like it was like watching you know
0: never mind <laughs> yeah i know i know we saw your comment um but no, my my point on the Milwaukee IPY. I'm not saying it's going to be like great basketball. Let's be real, guys. This is the undercard of a Horizon League tournament, so like I'm not expecting to see just mind blowing basketball that's going to really you know jump off the screen. But Milwaukee has played a lot of close games um, this year. IPY has been really hot lately. Marcus Burke is like, he's played his way into the top five. Probably probably po- I don't want to say probably cause it's hard to say that, but it, I wouldn't be shocked at all. If he's first team all horizon after the way he's played down the stretch. So I'm just, this is I'm, the part where I get to make the argument for him being player of the year. I mean, maybe that, de- well, pro- I don't know. Not after, today, <laughs> but, um, but no, I, I just, it, it's got the, I mean, for me, that game's got. it's got a good big guy, Elijah Goss. It's got, uh a, a, you know good guard matchup um with uh Tijon lucas and golston versus minette and burke i just i don't know man i'm i'm excited i think both teams like for whatever reason i just i've always thought they were more talented than they perform um so i just think that they can both do some things um so we'll see i don't know it could be that they want whoever wins goes on and gets their ass kicked in the next round so uh on to that let's let's talk about this um who do you guys have winning each game? We'll just rapid fire run through them. Uh, Detroit Mercy, Robert Morris. Consensus on Detroit Mercy? Yeah, yeah, think so. Okay, Youngstown State, UIC. What are we thinking there? UIC. Okay, I'm gonna
2: say Youngstown State.
0: Okay, that's my. I will say this. That's my upset alert. I don't. I never consider like an eight nine an upset. So like, I don't think IUPUI would be considered an upset if they win but like that's the one of the of the 12 of the 10 11 12 double the double digit seeds that's the one I think has the best chance to win just with Youngstown State being Quisenberry not been Quisenberry this year they have not been as good as they have as they have in years past I I still got Youngstown State winning but I that's my upset alert for sure that's my dude, hedge, Diggins, I think Michael is
1: gonna leap out of the gym and score 40 points <laughs>
0: Um we didn't talk about this one. Uh what about Green Bay and Purdue Fort Wayne? I'm curious like I think we probably are all on the same page here I would guess, but like what are y'all's who, first of all who do you have in them like what's it I think away? it's going to be Green Bay. I think yeah. it'll be Green Bay. I, I do.
1: That, that is the that is the game I'm probably going to be busy during in doing anything else like I am just so disinterested by both brands of basketball <laughs> this year from them which so is weird, not
0: which is weird cuz NKU plays very similar to Green Bay, I mean, very slow pace these the, this year, like not super engaging to watch. But like, they just are you tr- I guess, tr- are you trying better.
1: to set me up to get more angry NKU fans at me, or what? What are you doing to me here?
0: Yeah, I know. Well, it's just a this year kind of thing. It's the the good news is we're not. That's not a permanent solution for us, but for Green so Bay. It might the be thing a with Green, B-
2: the thing with Purdue Fort Wayne though, and it's because I you know I watched them beat Cleveland State on Friday, is that. If Purdue Fort Wayne can actually get on, and I'm talking about, you know, they can get Jared Gantry and Deontay Billups and all those guys to be able to shoot, and my guy, Bobby Planudis, who came on them. through on Friday. I can't tell you how conflicted I was about that. Um, if you can get those guys to go on uh, to get going beyond the arc, it'll, I was actually most surprised on Friday by how well they did in the paid because they had Dylan Carl and they had Rob Petty and they had um, Cameron Benford, who was doing all three of those guys were doing really well. Yeah. And I think if they can get those guys, if, if Purdue for a wing can get those guys going, I think they have a shot, but I'm not betting against Amari Davis and Josh Jefferson in that backcourt. There's, I, that, that's, that's just a, that, that's that's the fool's bet.
0: Yeah, PJ Pipes, Manny, Ansong. I mean, they got a good oh, yeah. a good supporting cast, and they're really good. Surprisingly, as small as Green Bay is, like Purdue Fort Wayne's not going to have their way on the glass with them. Like, Purdue no, For- or uh, Green a- Bay's a really good offensive rebounding team, and we or uh, De- Green Bay is
2: deceptively good too because they're not yes. they're not as big. They're not as yeah. big, but they, they tear them down.
0: Yeah, uh, absolutely. Between Ansong
2: and uh, Terrence Thompson.
0: Yeah. Oh, yeah, no doubt. Um. Okay, so I think we're all – I I guess we're all pretty consensus so far. Matt's got UIC, though. So that kind of makes this interesting. Milwaukee, IUPUI. Where are you guys sitting on that? Give me IUPUI. Pooey, pooey. Yeah, that's weird. So, okay, we all have the same picks except Matt goes to UIC. I, I wanted IUPUI there, too, but obviously it's splitting hairs with 8-9. So – all right.
1: Well, that I mean, would I, then. I've been, I've been championing the IUPUI bandwagon most of the year, so it'd be silly to to, to go go now. You know,
2: Minette and Burke are going to go off for like seventy. There, it just, just doesn't score it seventy doesn't make among, sense. All, the IUPUI seventy-five points or something. They're going to they're going to do something ridiculous in that game, and we're just going to be like,
0: <laughs> well, so okay, yeah. Let's let's take a second on IUPUI real quick, actually um because you're gonna have to jog my memory you guys are the ones who cover this the league Mm -hmm. wide week to week i kind of in an nku bubble and i try to break out of that bubble occasionally and watch as much as as, of the league as i can um iepy obviously swept nku that was a huge one for them i mean you got to think about it that's Mm -hmm. a that's a sweep of a four seed. so that's that's a big deal it helps um sorry
1: i said that that helped them a lot in the you know
0: the ranking stuff C- certainly but but they came on strong at the end right they split they split against youngstown state right mm-hmm. um who else did they beat they beat cleveland state or no no no, no.
2: i want to say i can't remember who it was last week sorry
1: i know it's okay my bad
0: no it's okay i that's,
1: that's what goal, i'm trying to it was, yeah it, they, it was somebody like they 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 went on a tear it was somebody
0: we don't know who <laughs>
1: the week before uh was it uic
0: okay so okay so yeah it was uic matt that's who they split
1: yeah, and then they're sw- swept. I mean, they swept UIC and then the week before that they had split with Green Bay.
0: Split yeah. with Green Bay. Okay, right. And they actually split with Milwaukee the week before that even.
1: Mm-hmm. Uh,
0: and then they got swept by Wright State bad. Okay. And that followed the the yeah. sweep of us. Okay, yeah. So, since IUPUI swept us, you take away the Wright State series. I mean, not when you're considering that it's IUPUI again, we're used to them being like the tail end of the Horizon League um this is a new iep they would say right
1: they're they're, so, right in the th- they're they're right in the thick of it you know
0: yeah yeah for sure for sure all right well um okay so moving in then let's uh i, I kind of want to do this a couple different ways because we, we we split a little bit i wasn't expecting this but we split on how we on, on how we proceeded so uh per matt we're gonna have a cleveland state versus uic matchup matt are you crazy <laughs> enough to pick cleveland state in that or I mean uh UIC in that. Yeah. I was right. like, wait, hold
1: on. Uh yeah, I am crazy <laughs> enough. I, I'm always wrong, right? NKU fans know I'm always wrong. So so let's just play that game. I'm gonna be wrong and I'm gonna say, yeah, I'll take UIC over Cleveland State. I've wow. said I've said all year, including when I got to fortunately watch them in person, because my school extra credentials us, but hey, we'll talk about that another time. Um I got to watch Cleveland State in person and I still think they're fraudulent. I can't figure it out. I think they're very, very well coached, but they don't have the pieces. And at some point I think it's going to catch up to them. And why why not UIC? I feel like, you know, when you've got this ensemble cast that like really does yeah. all this work for you, sometimes when you get into a playoff game that pressure's on you, you need your you need somebody who's willing to take the the, the bull by the horns and get it done and step up. You know, and right now I guess it'd be Tori Patton, but I'm not really sure that Tory Patton strikes fear in anybody, but maybe he does like who's going to step up for Cleveland state when they need somebody to do something.
0: Well, Bob's over there, like about to rip through the computer screen. So let's give him a chance to, to tell us who that would be. Um, Bob, first of all, let's accept the premise of what we set forth that they're facing IUPUI here. Do you, you foresee a win against IUPUI I'm sure. And then, and then answer Matt's question about who's the guy that kind of leads Cleveland state in the tournament when they need someone to lead them.
2: Well, I actually, want to go to Matt's point if UIC yeah. actually does win. Because remember, Cleveland State and UIC did not play this season against okay. each other. Okay, that's good. So there's that extra added wrinkle of the unknown. So as much as I'd like to think that UIC, I, I just don't see they, – they've had so many struggles this year up and down UIC has that, you know – especially when it comes to their shooting it's pretty you know when they're down they're pretty streaky and that kind of plays in the cleveland state's game especially if they're harassed on defense i don't see it um and i think that is the issue that iupui is going to run into that's the issue that iupui ran into the last time cleveland state played iupui especially like i said especially Jalen laminette you know he one whole game he did he didn't exist and as for the player that steps up, yes, Tory Patton, if you're looking in, I think they brought it up. Anytime that Tory Patton scores anywhere, anywhere above 12 points, usually with the noted exception of Detroit Mercy, that 31 points where they lost still yeah. wants me to this day. I think he is, uh, he would be the guy ideally However, if you look at some of the – and I think if you look at all of the Cleveland State wins, it's always seemed to be another uh, – some random guy just jumps out and becomes, like, the key of the game. Like, for example, Saturday, Jeremy Sanchez, walk-on, guard, doesn't play. Like, he never plays. He hasn't played in, like, a month. But he came in and – he didn't do a lot I mean he had like you know four points and three rebounds and he had a couple of steals but when he was in the game for that 10 minutes he was in the game that changed the entire game around because they were losing at that point and he comes in clamps down on d and off cleveland state goes so the answer to your question of who at cleveland state's going to step up I mean man anybody (laughs) If I'm
0: being honest, anybody, I'm personally hopeful. I want Cleveland state to make it one, one round further than where Matt has them, because I actually see a lot of the same. I have a lot of the same opinion on Cleveland state that Matt does, um, which is Mm -hmm. why I'm actually very, I wouldn't say happy. Uh, I don't think any four seed would be happy to play any of the remaining top four. It's just a tough draw, but I, of the three in there or of the two, you know, the two other options, whether it's Wright state or Oakland, I would rather play Cleveland State, but we'll get to that in a little bit. Um, let, let's run through the rest of this uh, this uh, second round uh, matchup real quick. So, I guess based on what we're saying here, we have we would have right state versus it would either be IUPUI then for Matt, or
1: are you doing for, the seating?
0: Yeah, it's so annoying. It's yeah. I, actually side note, I tried to, I was, I spent two hours yesterday Googling um like custom bracket pool because i was actually going to try to start a bracket pool and get a bunch of people around the league into it you can't do one with reseeding it's impossible so yeah that idea shot itself in the foot but um but yeah so we'll have right state i'll I'll have matt you just pick right now right state versus iupui Um, who who would you have right state okay so me and bob then would have right state against green bay Bob, is it fair to say that you would – or no, yeah, we both picked Green Bay. So would you have Green Bay or Wright State winning that game?
2: Oh, Wright State's definitely winning that game.
0: Yeah, and I'll look, I don't want to spend too much time on that game. Then if it's like a easy one, we'll cover Wright State here in a yeah. second. But um, I just wanted to get that one on the record. So, all right, cool. So then that would mean Oakland. And I think this puts us back all on the same page um, or close. Actually, Oakland would be Green Bay for Matt. And then for me and Bob, Oakland would be Youngstown State. So Matt, I'm assuming you have Oakland beating Green Bay.
1: Oh man, they got swept by, by Green Bay already this year. So, yeah. we oh, well, you can't wait. It's hard to they beat a team Greece. three times. Yep. So, yeah. so, there, so there's Oakland's,
0: you know, I hate, I hate sports cliches so much and that's probably the one I that's, probably the one i hate the most but it's also like true so it's well you know which one we're
1: finding is even more true in the horizon this year is beating a team four times
0: nobody did it God, God. nobody did it
1: before the fourth fourth game has been a a a real wait i'm
0: gonna i'm gonna have to investigate matt's bracket as we keep going here because i really have a feeling he's setting us up for a fifth detroit mercy oakland matchup me no (laughs) god i hope not um all right bob uh maybe real quick i don't know oakland versus youngstown state where your uh where's your money going i'm gonna
2: have to go with oakland on this one
0: that's another three
1: though
2: yeah
0: i mean oakland to me i'll i'll get into it more in this next round but i gotta go oakland over youngstown state as well um again i'll i'll kind of delve more into it in this next round here but then we got the big one and this is where i think we're all gonna I don't know. I'm going to do my best to not take this too personally. Uh, NKU, Detroit Mercy. We'll start with Matt.
1: Well, you got to start with me? I got an... <laughs> I'd rather
0: just, I'd rather, you ever hear the, you You know, you want to hear the good news or bad news. You always say bad news first.
1: You so. want to, you want to end on a good note. So yeah, you'll take me. And yes, I will take Detroit Mercy, but as you're about to find out, it wouldn't matter who you said it against Detroit Mercy. I'm taking Detroit Mercy.
0: Mm-hmm. All right, Bob, lay it on me. Detroit Mercy. Okay, Not only, so, yeah, ahead, I, said ahead, it, I said it, I said it. Go ahead.
2: And I think for, I think, I think for the fact, yeah, you say game plan for Antoine Davis, I think the other guys show up. Yeah. I, I, I think we, I think, I think we have grossly underestimated, well, we haven't, we haven't grossly underestimated, but a lot of people have grossly underestimated the effectiveness of Bo Gould. Um, You know, guys like Matt Johnson have stepped up. And yes, there will be a no Waterman appearance in this tournament somewhere. And I'm afraid it's probably going to be against NKU. Sorry.
0: Yeah, I will say this. Here's the only thing I'll say. And I mean, obviously, I'm picking NKU to win this one. Um, And that is a bias, and I'll admit it. But I would say that the one thing to look out for is, so Antoine Davis has played five games against NKU. He's averaging 23 points a game. Sounds really good, obviously. But his freshman year, he had... He went for 33, 26, and 30. Um, the the, fit, the third game was at our place. We won 99 to 88. They really pushed us in the uh, opening round of the Horizon League tournament. Okay. The next year, though, he failed to break 20, and I'm fairly certain. I looked last night, I, but I didn't write it down. I'm fairly certain he failed to break 15 against us last year. And as Jack tally. Uh, a big NKU fan tweeted at me today. He pointed out, and I, I, I would have known this, but I'm really glad he pointed it out because I didn't think about it until he said it, but matchup zones are meant to slow down ball-dominant guards and driving wings. You have to be really good moving without the ball and beat the rotation by passing. And he said, not Davis's game. Now, I disagree with him on that, So uh, not too much, but I disagree with him on that last point that it maybe hasn't been Davis's game his sophomore and freshman year, But this year he does have the supporting cast. So I would say absolutely it's a 50-50 matchup. Um, In my opinion, the two teams are very evenly matched. I just give NKU the home edge, and I know that home court doesn't really matter, but, like, we beat Wright State at home. We played them really well at home in the second game. We are starting to get a feel. Our freshmen are starting to get a feel for what it's like to play in BB&T. It might be a thin margin, but there is something to say about, like, shooting on the same rim every day in practice and then getting that same rim in a game too so i'll i'll give it to nku but mostly because i want to take nku into the next round for analysis perspective (laughs) um so it's a little bit uh biased here but okay so let's your show yeah oh there you go thank you i appreciate that um well i usually bring bias to your show a little bit anyway too so um all right so let's let's move into then i guess the next round where we have a uh two well so up with matt we'll then have a two verse 11 right and i'm doing this from memory so bear with me it's but already. i believe we have a cleveland or a uh, right state versus uh uic matchup um very when, unorthodox but we saw it last year
1: so cleveland cleveland with the reseeding cleveland state would get the eleven seed
0: you have cleveland state losing to
1: uic oh, that's right yep, yep sorry sorry continue
0: Memory, dude. No, I'm just kidding. Um, no, yeah. So, where, what do you got, Matt? Right State, USC. Yeah, right State. Okay, so we'll hold off on the Right State analysis for a second. Um, I think it'll come up, and me and Bob's, and then we'll have you chime in on what you have to say about Right State. But uh, okay. So Bob, then we both would have Cleveland State, NKU, or no? I'm sorry, you would have Cleveland State, Detroit. I would have Cleveland State, NKU. Let me hear your matchup there and like what the keys are and who wins. Oh,
2: I i have I have Cleveland State, but I barely have Cleveland State. I think the the key there is going to be the defense and it's got to be and i and hoping this isn't when Nora Waterman shows up, yeah because I think that's what because that that's what killed them in the last game is that they couldn't they couldn't hit the broadside of a barn shooting Cleveland State and and Detroit mercy couldn't miss. Specifically, Noah Waterman down the stretch because they got back into that game through defense. But you know, Waterman was still you know, out there on the uh, beyond the arc. He was just shooting lights out. And then the next game, he kind of ran out of gas. I, I guess we should have expected that. But and then nobody else was there to pick it up. And Cleveland State was able to clamp down on the defense and be able to do that. So I'd say Cleveland State, but barely. Yeah, because they're gonna get detroit mercy's best shot again guaranteed right.
0: fair enough fair enough i uh <laughs> i have nku um over cleveland state and a big reason for that of is, course you do right a big reason for that is um bias but then also uh <laughs> another reason is the rule of three uh where you know you guys beat us twice already um but but the real reason okay so putting all the, the second time barely because they
2: won an overtime
0: yeah so putting all the bullshit aside like look i am looking at this nku team as a complete success like no matter what happens we could lose to detroit mercy at home and i know that people are going to be really disappointed but i mean we have people that you know one person had us 11th in the league i said i was wrong i've said it on <laughs> No, set but it on the show. i'll show. i say it on your show sure yep yep but you so you set the baseline for how low we could go but that's fine the the majority of people though still had us as a success if we're six or higher and we were four and we had a strong argument formula notwithstanding for like three possibly even um so uh, to me i think we all on this call probably agree that top to bottom right state was probably the most dominant team this year Right, whether or not they were the best team, they were probably the most dominant team. And in my opinion, NKU played them the best um, out of anyone this season for for eighty minutes. Anyone who got them twice gave them the best eighty minutes they got. And again, it was at home. I know Cleveland State got right set on the road, um, so it was a different story. But like, I guess what I'm trying to say is, Oakland, you know, Oakland was probably right there with them. Oakland uh, got
1: slapped that first game. They, they no, no, no. Oh, sorry.
0: What I mean is Oakland has the most impressive win this season over Wright State, but nobody played Wright State better for two full games than NKU did. So that's kind of like what I want to let people know about NKU this season. Now that said, I do have NKU winning against Cleveland state only because I do think that like, we're just really hot right now. And it has nothing to do with Cleveland state. It's more an NKU thing. And look, it's an emotional pick. I'm definitely biased and I'm going with it. I found a narrative that works that maybe NKU could win this thing, and I'm running with it. And so that takes us into the what me and Bob now have as um, right state Oakland matchup, right? In that, mm. in that, what we both have. So, and, yes. and this is the point I'm going to make here, and, and Matt's going to like it. And then that's the reason I wanted to hold it's off on Oakland right state for a while. Okay, let's hear it.
2: It's going to be right state. I think right state. I think the right state that killed them by 39 is going to show up that game yeah I really do and I think it's I think and yes um and I think you you look at Wright State and you think well yeah somebody can beat them they we people we proved it in the regular season NKU proved it Oakland proved it Cleveland State proved it Youngstown State proved it and um remembering that Wright State also doesn't have the best of luck in the tournament themselves. I don't think the semifinals is going to be that time where they slip up. I'll be honest. And I don't think it's going to be against, and if it is, it's not going to be against, it wouldn't be against UIC, which who Matt had predicted over, and it wouldn't be against Oakland either. So.
0: Well, Matt had USC over. Yeah. You had USC over Wright State, didn't you? No. Matt.
2: No, you no, had, he USC, had, he had
0: Cleveland State. He had right State over, over UIC. That's what it was. That's what it was. So, yes. okay. Here's, this is, I've been building up for this. To me, this is why I was so happy with a four seed. I think that right or that Oakland is probably the best team to take out Wright State for NKU. Um, and I've been called, I've been saying <laughs> that for probably four or five, you know, weeks now. I uh, I'm basing it off of, when you look at like individual matchups, I look, I don't think, I don't think anyone's got the individual matchup against Basili and, and loud and love, obviously, but I think NKU sort of put together a game. Well, first of all, right. Uh, Oakland's done it once already this year, but NKU also kind of reinforced the game plan on like how to beat this team. I think Oakland's got some really good, uh, you know, all league caliber players, um, I'm saying this for the first time, but Dan Oladapo is probably the second best big man in the league. And I know, and I just, I see it. I see it happening, man. It's an emotional pick. I want it to happen. So I'm willing it to existence. They're going to beat Wright State. Here's the problem
1: with Oakland and Wright State. And uh, you know, I'll, I'll scout this, I'll game plan it. It's not, this isn't a secret. Is The one thing that you need to do to beat Oakland is they run that 1-3-1 zone, which is really funky. So you need to beat them at the top of, of the key. And Wright State has the pieces between Loud and Love and Grant Basile, who can not only shoot from out there, but can pass from, out, from from that spot. They have the pieces. I think in the second game when Oakland did beat Wright State, I think they were just a little bit tired, even though they had most of the night off before. Um, but I, I, Wright State, I think, has the pieces to beat Oakland better than anybody else. Uh, or well, probably Detroit Mercy is the most geared to beat um, Oakland, but then Wright State is the second most, just because they have those talented bigs. That aren't afraid to shoot it from out there, or can distribute, and that you know that's the Noah Waterman factor. If Oakland played Detroit Mercy again, but that's the Grant Facility Loud and Love factor uh, for Red State, in my opinion.
0: Okay, well that's coming directly from
1: an Oakland fan, guys. So believe take... it or not, despite what your people think, I really try to be unbiased. <laughs> I am the first to criticize Oakland, and I Oakland fans hate me. Everyone else in the Horizon thing thinks I'm a big Oakland fan. Oakland fans think I'm the worst Oakland fan, which tells me I think I'm doing something right.
0: Yeah. Fair enough. And you know what? I'm not even, I'm not even making, I usually try, I try to make an effort to couch my uh, bias a little bit, but I'm not even trying right now. But I, you're at I least want, recognizing that and that's okay. Oh, sure. Yeah. I want NK to win it all. Sorry. I have four of those things hanging up right there. I want one more. So, Kyle, do you have any um, pieces
1: of net? Do you ever get to cut net? What do you think? No.
0: Do <laughs> you think I got to, yeah. Uh, I, 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 I have, two, I had I have to,
1: two pieces of net from Oakland, Oakland tourneys
0: i had to i had to wear this thing and act like i wasn't biased at the horizon league tournament just to get credentialed for the team that anyway um yeah i don't get to cut net with the damn team get the hell out of here with that (laughs) um all right so those are our semifinal picks we got um an nku versus oakland matchup for on my side we have i believe matt you're gonna have to help me out here you had yeah i know you had, um, you had, I know you have Detroit Mercy in Oakland. I guess that's it, right? Is that your final?
1: So. No.
0: Detroit Mercy in Oakland? No, that's your, that's sorry. That's your, that's your semifinal. Who do you have Detroit Mercy in Oakland? Uh, Detroit Mercy. Uh, really? Yeah. You want to tell us why real quick? Um,
1: I, like I said, I think Detroit Mercy is geared up now um, from a personnel standpoint to beat them. Um, I don't think they can keep Anton Davis down. And uh, Oakland has a really bad tendency to not finish what they started in the tournament. And they tend to win one round and then lose the second round. So following the formula of around here, as you know, I'm not a football fan because I grew up in Detroit area. So I would have had to be a Lions fan and I hate the Lions, but we have the same same old Lions, same old Oakland's really about the same thing. Like I haven't seen enough to think that they're going to do anything different. I think they win a around and then they lose the second round. So,
0: wow. Okay. Well,
1: yeah, I didn't see you that go, coming. Did you?
0: I didn't, I didn't know. I did not. I, that's yeah. actually uh <laughs> That's probably the biggest surprise, other than the fact that you just told me that Oakland's not good enough to beat Wright State again. Um, uh, this is a new Matt, for sure. Or at least a Matt that that's I wasn't. What, that's what I'm saying, mat. Everyone, Sorry, same Matt, same Matt. Everybody
1: thinks that thinks that, that I'm going to be this big Oakland homer. I'm really not. I try to make that clear. I try to well, see you, it clear.
0: You, ch- you changed the handle, so that should be enough for everybody, right?
1: I'm a Horizon guy. First, yeah. <laughs> I just happen right. to operate out Oakland.
0: Right. Okay. So you have right state and mercy then is your yes, final. Which is okay. which
1: is what I want my final to be. I think I did this right eventually. Okay. Like that that yeah, might yeah, have yeah. that they become my final. So you have
2: right you have right state Detroit Mercy then.
0: Yes. Okay, Bob, what okay. do you have? Uh, I have Cleveland you...
2: State I have Cleveland State, right state.
0: Okay, that's a good one. And then I have Oakland and KU. So we're all totally different. Um only one common denominator here is that right state chaos! is in two of us. I know, but that's I do the horizon for league chaos. for you. All right, so let's let's just go ahead and rapid fire this out then. Uh, Matt, give me it. Who's Red your champion? State. Red, Red State. State. Who's your player of the tournament?
1: <laughs> I'm almost loud. afraid to say it after today. Loud and long.
0: <laughs> wait, you don't have Antoine Davis winning even though they're going to lose.
1: <laughs> you're already you're trying to get me in trouble now.
0: I mean, it is what it is, dude. If the guy does, if the guy thinks that we hate him after all the positive shit that we say about him, if, like, he's, all, if
1: he's listening to this, we've already said it. Antoine Davis, I'm a huge fan. Once you graduate, yeah,
0: yeah. I mean, the, it's the most fun 30 points I've ever watched another player score on us. Is when Antoine Davis does it.
1: So, so, so. I do have to say it's right state. My player, my player of the tournament would be Loud and Love. And I have to put one more note in here. We had Bill Wampler on uh, with us recently, and he pointed out something to me I'd never realized that's haunted me since which is that loud and love um, is the is that that the football player what's his name oh my god i just blinked on his name um, the quarterback Gronk no, no the wait. quarterback uh, Tom Trevor Brady Lawrence. he's he is Trevor Lawrence those oh that's
2: right Trevor Lawrence cuz no. see stuff the hairstyle
1: those two facially it's the same and he, it's the same well, person well yes
0: yeah, he's got the same face too if you have if you haven't think that about out that.
1: Too, so it's scary
0: well we got to do it we got tweet out a side by side real quick please do, I'll do Yo, it i'll do it enjoy um, I mean, it's not really crap talking them though, but no. I mean, that's not, that's not really my lane. That's more, that's more about Hall of Vanguard, uh, who made a resurgence side note, made a resurgence this weekend. That was interesting. Hey, what's up? Um, d- yeah, I was like, Oh, Hey, nice to see you guys again. Um, all right, Bob, who you got Cleveland state right state. Who's your player the, of the, uh, the most outstanding player, whatever they call it.
2: As much as it pains me to say, it's going to be right state. However, my player of the tournament, Tanner Holden.
0: Wow. Okay. Um, I think Tanner
2: Holding. He's due. He did really well at the beginning of the season. He's had a little bit of a, he's had a little bit of a drop off because you know, we had a little bit of a drop off near the end of the season. But I think he makes a resurgence during the tournament.
1: Well, then he so, should be player of the year because we we learned that you you don't have to be uh, good the whole year to be player of the year. Only most of the yeah. year, player of the year, right? Who is your Who is your vote for uh, player of the year, Bob? Just curious.
0: Secret. I flipped a coin. <laughs> Right, 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 None of your
2: damn business. It was loud. No, loud.
0: it's it's just hilarious. It's funny because um, you know, I'm I'm obviously an NBA guy, so I I like making NBA comparisons. But Bob's scenario here plays out like Loud and Love, like uh, like Steph Curry when they when he won the the championship, and it was the and Andre Iguodala won the MVP of the finals. But Steph Curry was the first ever unanimous MVP of. Do you guys remember that, uh, Bob? I know you remember it because yes, it was against Cleveland. But yeah, yeah, I, I know. I thought,
2: and thank you for bringing that uh, that uh, that memory up. While you're at it, why don't you give me a paper cut and pour lemon juice on it?
0: <laughs> I mean, dude, they beat like the most depleted Cavs team of all time. It's not a big deal. Yeah. You, then you guys, then you guys proceeded to the next year win the greatest NBA Finals of all time, and like, it's not even close. And that's coming from a Mavs yeah. fan whose team beat the Heat in an upset as well. Like, yours is better, but um, so um. Well, oh, okay. okay, real quick. So- real quick, real quick. I got Oakland. I got Oakland beating NKU. Yeah, I know. I do. I do. So I didn't want to go, I guess I just got too far <gasps> down the I got too far down the bracket. I know. I got too far down the bracket, realized that I had NKU going like super far. Obviously I want to see NKU win the whole thing, but then I was like, I probably need to like make a pick to where I'm not too biased here. So there was that zero strap. Uh huh. And so you and and you thought Oakland was your best play? Oh okay. yeah. Oh yeah. My my bracket is completely intellectually dishonest. Completely, it's driven on emotion. <laughs> it's driven on emotion and bias, and then like counter bias at the end. So that's what I got, and I you know it's locked in because I just said it. Uh, and so that's where we are. You spoke and, it into existence again. That's, that's right. And I guess you could say you could call this uh, as a. Um, a way of making up for saying that Dan Oladapo wasn't as good as Adrian Nelson or whatever. I don't have Oladapo as the MOP. I have, um, uh, Jalen Moore, but still, um, yeah, Oakland winning it all. Get can't be That another. better not happen because Matt will never hear the end of that one. I never,
1: I never hear the end of it. ever. <laughs>
0: it's fine. Nice. All right. Well that about does it for our horizon league tournament preview. Um, Guys, thanks so much for coming on. Do you have anything else to, to say about the tournament itself or um, any other thing you're excited for? Just you Basically anything you want to plug, go for it.
1: Listen to our podcast. We appreciate that. And there's a lot of content out there. I mean, not even necessarily in the horizon, but just in general, there's a couple of things horizon league. And I really have to say our writers this year have been awesome. And I'm not saying that because we're talking to Kyle right now is one of ours, but like I think our, our writers have done a wonderful job. Bob's hosting and, you know, I mean, we, we try to do the best we can with the guests we have and uh, we've we've gotten real far this year and I'm real proud of what we've done. And so please have a listen when you're driving or whatever, like we're, we're trying our best to cover a league that uh, most of the league makes it real easy on us. And we appreciate that as well. So
0: yeah, Bob give or uh, Matt, give, give fans, uh, NKU fans specifically, like three of your best guests you've ever had that they might be interested in. I know it's probably not many NKU people, but like we've had some you guys have had some prominent guests recently.
1: i mean we i mean we had uh, coach yacko historically yacko on like a week after he like he, he i think he'd been on the job maybe when yeah. we had him on uh we had andy toole as soon as robert morris was um was announced we had dennis gates early last year and i mean the fact that the horizon league is letting us talk to their reps you know t- t- talking to dan glatt the other day who's the director of communications for the for the entire horizon league him to be willing to come on with us is huge we might have another really big guest from the um from the horizon league in the near future i won't say who but little little teaser on that like we, we've had some great guests and we're, we're trying real hard to cover it you know as an, an official media source but more fan fan centered that's how i think of it so sure present the fans
0: yeah yeah no that's awesome and um you know for the more passive nku fans that aren't super into it you know, those, those three, uh, uh, names that Matt mentioned early, Luke Yaklik, um, uh, Dennis Gates, and who was the, uh, Andy tool. Those are all coaches in the horizon league. You've got Luke Yaklik for, um, UIC Dennis Gates for Cleveland state and Andy tool for Robert Morris. So these guys, these guys pull, they, they get good guests. They got built Billy Wampler, who all NKU fans love to hate, but is a great, great guy. Um, on, I believe it was your last, uh, two episodes ago. ago, Dan Dan Gliott was last night. Um, So yeah, these are, these are, these are uh, great interviews. You guys should take a listen and you know what, if they aren't able to book a sick, awesome guest, occasionally I get to go on there and talk about NKU. So that's another reason why you should all go listen. But um, anyway, thanks so much guys for being on.